This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You were looking good out there. You had a yep. red hat on. I didn't have a hat on. Red suit, red tie, even red loafers. No. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Jake Kinnaman, a three for the tie. Off the backboard, it's gone! Jake Kinnaman makes it in! Off the buzzer, and we've got overtime! Everything happening in the sports world. Crawford, eight! Crawford's got a hurry! Up! Oh, no! And even some things not happening in the sports world. You're, you're the bitter end. I'm the bitter man, I guess. <laughs> not the better man, the bitter man. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. There is no Steve Sell in the house today. The man who normally works every single day. He'll let you know that he works every single day. Well, he's not here. He did work a little bit earlier today, but he is making his way down to Independence to play in the Swinging Bridge Golf Tournament that he plays in every single summer. So he's very excited about that. He's excited to have the day off, but I've had to find some other co-host to join me here today and for tomorrow. We've got McPherson I football coach Jace Pavlovich coming on the show tomorrow. He'll give a recap of their Fort Hayes State camp and everything that the football team has been doing in preparation to getting the season started in August. But today we have a very special guest, and that is none other than McPherson I boys basketball coach Kurt Kenneman. Coach K, it's good to have you in here today. Well, good to be here, Jim. Thanks. I always enjoy doing it. Now, you and Steve... You've been playing a lot of golf together this summer, and he's, and he's complaining about his golf game and saying that he's playing so terrible and that he's about ready to switch drivers and give up on this and his back's hurting him. Will you give us the real rundown of Steve's game? Well, for, for Steve, his game's not very good. But, you know, uh, I think Steve thinks he's father time and he doesn't get old like everybody else does. And, and as you get older, you don't move it out there as far and your, your nerves become a little shakier on the greens and... Uh, but he has not had a great summer start to his game. He'll probably go down to the swinging bridge and uh, do very well. And, and then when he comes back, we'll all get to hear about on shot shot number one, what he hit, shot number two, and he'll run you all the way through the, <laughs> the round. He can tell you what he shot in 1974 down at Chautauqua, Kansas, if you ask him. So uh, wish him good luck, And uh, but his game has not been up to snuff as of late. Now the thing I'm nervous about is that he thinks there could be some weather rolling through southeast Kansas whether it's Friday or Sunday and I don't want to have to deal with the man if there is bad weather and he barely gets to play any golf this weekend. He already told me, well I'm already spending all this money to get down there and not be able to play any rounds. I said, well it's supposed to be for fun. You get all the camaraderie, see all your people but I don't think he feels that way. Well as Anybody who knows Steve Sell knows the word frugal is an overstatement <laughs> because uh, Steve likes to hang on to every last dime that he has. Funny story about him, back in the olden days, I used to I watch all this film over at his house, and um, that was before cell phones, 
and I used his telephone to call up another coach and get some information and the phone bill came and he presented me with a bill for a dollar twenty eight <laughs> because I'd used his phone to get some information. But Steve is careful with his money, we know that, and uh he's also one of the great weather watchers That's in true. America. Um Nobody flips to channel 675 more often than Steve Sell to see what the weather's doing. And anytime the storms start to roll in, he goes and stands at the front door and paces around. He gets a little bit nervous, but it, 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 we keep him in line a little bit. <laughs> he is awfully concerned about the weather, Jim. That's what I will say. <laughs> well, you had a busy week this week over the last couple of days. You always go up as well as your brother, the Cowboy, and, and work at Coach Self's KU camp for... The younger kids, and I had a lot of friends that went to this camp growing up. I never did, but spending the week in Lawrence and getting to coach inside Allen Fieldhouse, inside their new facility, I'm sure, get to play a little golf in Lawrence. How was your trip there to hang out with Coach Self and those guys this had, week? Had an excellent trip, Jim. Um, Allen Fieldhouse is the only venue that's not air-conditioned, and, and oh, my sure. brother and I have worked in there the last 30 years and I will say that the, the last three days that we had in there were as pleasant as any day we've ever had because it was cool up there. Ordinarily, once the heat gets into Allen Fieldhouse, it stays in there and it's just sweltering at night. And, and you have kids and coaches going down with cramps. And we didn't have any of that this week. But had a good time up there. We were coming off uh, the MAYB tournament, the kickoff classic, the, uh, the first time of the year. And, Took our kids down there and, and had a good showing there. So uh, it's good to get back into basketball mode. Now, for you being inside Allen Fieldhouse, had they put down the new tape and the new three-point line yet? Because I know they just announced it over the last week or two. H have they been showing where the new three-point line is inside Allen Fieldhouse? I did not get a look at that, Jim. I guess the little uh, kids, aren't they're not as concerned well, with it. Well, it's high school kids in Allen Fieldhouse always, but... Uh, the, they were set at the college, uh, the most recent college three-point line, near as I can tell. And it's about approximately a foot, foot and a half further back than, than what the high school line is. Uh, and, and they're moving it on back just a little bit more. Now for you guys, whenever you get to work these KU camps, you get to be around some of the players, not all of them, but you get to see some of them you get to interact with them a little bit more did you have a chance to be around some of the new KU guys this week or guys that have been around who were you more working with this week uh in our gym we had David McCormick and uh Ochai Abaji and um first night uh David McCormick coming comes in and and the thing that struck me was he is not as big as I had imagined he was now he's as tall as what I thought he would be. And he has a huge barrel chest, big upper body. And, and then as you pan down, his, he, he has skinny calves and, and thighs. And, and I had expected, uh, you know, kind of a bigger guy. Uh, tremendously nice young man. Just very polite. Uh, what can I do for you, coach? What do you need me to do? That type of thing. And, and I'll be honest, uh, out of all the KU players that we've ever had in there, uh, other than Brett Ballard, Brett Ballard was the best worker he was we, right. we ever had. Uh, David McCormick was second, and and Ochai was a nice kid too, but he didn't seem quite as personable around the campers and and talking to kids and stuff as what uh, 
David was and, and just did a tremendous job. And, and uh, the KU coaches, you know, when I commented on that to them, that they acted like they were not surprised because they just they, they think he's a tremendous young man and kid. Well, what's the vibe around Lawrence right now with that KU basketball program? Because you were listening to Steve Spot that runs before our show begins, and he was saying that, oh, all the people were worried about KU basketball, that who was going to be back, who wasn't going to be back. And Steve might not have admitted it there, but he was one of the people that was very worried. But now I would imagine they're feeling a little bit better with the guys that they've got in with the latest recruiting class, with the guys that they've got back from the NBA draft that went and tested the waters. Is there a pretty positive vibe with that group of coaches and players right now without question i think and you know the big one it it started when udoka decided to come back because i think if if they're able to have him all last year they're such a different team Uh, they're so much better and then uh obviously dodson had a great freshman year but he didn't look just quite ready for the nba and so he made the smart decision in coming back and uh I think, you know, if they had it all to do over again, probably that LeGerald would not have started the year with them. They would have just parted ways last year. Um, but I think they're very excited. Uh, you know, they seem to be very loose and relaxed and uh, looking forward to the season. Well, I want to talk about some of your guys and the camp that you guys went through in a little bit, but first, have you been able to keep up with the NBA Finals as closely the last few games? I know you've been in Lawrence for a while, and I'm I'm sure that the coaches could get together and watch the Finals, but have you been keeping up with it pretty closely? I have, very closely. Uh, we we make it kind of a tradition. There's a, a restaurant called Henry T's, and, and uh, they reserve uh, our group a booth. Uh, our group includes... Uh, Derek Sanders from southeast of Cherokee and, and Dave Berthoff from Winfield, uh, Jesse Herman from Ark City, uh, my brother, and, and a guy named Skip Brock. Uh, and so we just hang out there, and, and we were able to catch the second half of, of all the games and uh, watching that pretty closely. I was surprised that they played Durant and then I wasn't surprised that he injured his Achilles because they kept saying calf all along and I was just under the impression that maybe it was a little bit lower and and that's much worse obviously. Well especially when he grabbed at it when it first happened a couple series ago I guess it was against the Rockets or whenever it was that it felt like and looked like he grabbed low and I, I do believe that if they were saying it's calf, then they probably thought it was a calf. I, I don't think that they were just going to blatantly lie. No. I, I don't think they would really need to, but you could tell immediately that that's what the problem was. And I think it kind of sucked the life out of everybody for a little bit, but I think it revamped them in the second half on Monday night it, or it, Sunday night, whatever night it was. Yeah, it really did. Um Certainly you wouldn't think the Warriors, with uh, what they have invested in him, that they would would put him in harm's way in any way uh, on purpose, but uh, just a bad deal. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm pulling for the Raptors. Um, I like how they go about their business. I, I love the way Fred Van Vliet plays. He's just such a competitor and such a, a – I like those small, tough guys. Yeah. And, and Fred's one of those for sure. And – and Kawhi Leonard obviously is playing as well as anybody in the league right now. 
whenever you watched Fred Van Vliet at Wichita State, he was a part of, I think his freshman year was the year they made the Final Four. His sophomore year would have been the year that they started the year undefeated, 34-0 or whatever the number would have been, and then they Blake made the Kentucky, tournament the next yeah. couple of years. Did you ever think that he could be an important NBA player? Honestly, I didn't. Uh, I knew he... As you watched him, I always marveled at he and Ron Baker because both of them, you know, I thought those guys would have been great bull pups because they just knew how to play. They were in the right spot. They they understood the game. Um, and, you know, and, and I'd love to see Ron Baker. He's rehabbing a little shoulder injury. I'd, I'd love to see him get back into the NBA. But those two were just really impressive. But to, to think how well Fred has done and the money that he's made, uh, good for him. It's been a good postseason for him financially. Good for him. So with this series, Steve has been adamant the entire time that Golden State is going to come back. He, I felt really good about them after Game 3. I said, okay, they're down 2-1, but I had a feeling that they'd win Game 4 and get it back on track. And then after they went down 3-1 and lost Durant, I wasn't quite as optimistic. And I do think they'll win tonight. But do you think Golden State has enough left to win these two games of as little as they have left? What do I always say, Jim? If you have the best player, you always have a chance. That's right. And I'm not sure whether Kawhi is the best player or Steph Curry is the best player. So it's it's kind of a toss-up. Um, will they get it done? I honestly, I don't think they will. I think I'm I'm with you. I agree. They'll probably win tonight at home. And then it, you know it'll set up a great game seven, which everybody wanted to see anyway. I think that's in the in the boat that I am. I, I want this to be a seventh game. I'm I'm okay if they win tonight, and then if we get a good seventh game, kind of like the year where LeBron and the Cavs came back from down three one. I think everybody would be happy, and I I think it's been a good NBA postseason. Steve is not a big NBA guy, but I think he's been more interested than normal, and I think this postseason has had a lot of good storylines. It it has, and and you're right. Steve doesn't like the NBA, and. Uh, with good reason for some, you know, over an 82-game schedule, it's, those guys just, they don't go as hard all the time as maybe they should. But uh, you certainly can't fault the effort uh, that these guys have had during the postseason. And it's been very entertaining to watch, and you just marvel at when you think about the size and, and what some of these guys are able to do as far as speed and jumping ability and shooting ability. The, you know, it's crazy. Brooke Lopez being able to shoot threes like he was able to do. And, and um, you know, the Gasol for the Raptors. Those big guys can flat out shoot the ball. I I still just marvel at Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, and especially Clay When the ball leaves his hands and when he gets his feet set, I feel like he just doesn't miss. And especially if he gets a little bit open on their big sequence the other night when he made the three to take the lead and they passed it all the way around the three-point line. He pumped to get Kawhi in the air and then buried that three. It's amazing the way that they can shoot the ball. And, and it's really everybody in the NBA now that they're such good shooters. But I love watching Clay and Steph whenever they can find a way to get open. Well, and I, I enjoy watching these two teams play because they have great ball movement. Ball, As you said, the guys are passing up good shots to get great shots uh, as opposed to maybe when you watch Houston play. and It's a little uglier. That's, that's not as much fun. So 
uh, it has been a good postseason to watch. Let's take our first break. When we come back, I want to dive into what your guys have been doing this summer, some of your summer camp, some of your summer league, and, and what the 2019-2020 bullpup basketball season could look like for you guys. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. No Steve Sell in the house today, so we have the next best thing, and that is McPherson I boys basketball coach Kurt Kenneman. I think he's been itching to get back on the show. We get you on for the coach's show during the basketball season, and I think you're pretty comfortable with a mic in your hand or a mic in front of you, and it's good to have you back. Thank you. I, I enjoy doing it. Normally no, you have a plate it. of eggs whenever you're sitting well, in here, some yeah, hash browns. Right, I'm just eating a pound of bacon or something. <laughs> so it's a little more relaxing here this afternoon. Well, you guys have been very busy at the beginning of this summer, and I think most people, their understanding of what some of the summer programs are is you take a little bit of time off school, then you end up getting into a couple summer practices, maybe a camp or a tournament here or there, but... You guys, and same with the football program, kind of got after it almost immediately. So the week of state track, I guess that would have been May 25th or 24th, 26th. And then that next week, so school's done, and you guys have your team camp where you go for three or four nights in a row. You ended up playing a tournament last week. You're playing in the summer league going on at Mac College. It's been a really busy time for your guys. It has been, uh, especially with football things going on at the same time. Right. So we've had to mix and match some kids. and uh, But the kids that we've called on have done a very good job with that. We started out with a week of team camp, had a very good week of team camp. Uh, got a lot put in, got a lot of learning done. Um, and then we are playing in McPherson College Summer League. We have three teams in the Summer League. And, and uh, then I had our first MAYB tournament and then uh, rather than go a whole weekend give a whole weekend up those MAYB tournaments uh, our schedule was we played 3 and 6 30 on Friday night and then they were kind enough to give us the 8 a.m. game the next Saturday morning and and then we were off until four o'clock or something and that, and that just gets to be awfully long for families who bring their kids down there and you're just sitting around or you're going out spending money and uh, so we've tried to do something a little bit different uh, on Friday nights on the well starting tomorrow night and then 21st and and the 28th we've invited different teams to come in and, and just play a little round robin tournament with us and uh, the first first uh, tomorrow night we're only having two teams in my brother's team St. John's coming in and Hoisington who is going to be a contender and in, in uh, 3A this year is, is going to bring a team over and then uh, on the 21st, we have Newton, Andale, and St. John coming back. So Andale, Newton with uh, Tyberry, and, and Andale with that befuddling matchup zone. And then <laughs> um, on the last weekend, uh, or the, the last Friday, we'll have Newton again, and, and Hoisington will come back, and St. John. So it's a good way to get in three games and a fairly short period of time. It's cost effective because we just 
Uh, all, we really basically just have enough to pay the officials so nobody's making any money off of the thing, but we just, just gives them an opportunity to play and then the kids can have their weekend. So uh, starting tomorrow night, we'll see how it goes. One thing that I think stands out with your team this summer and looking ahead to the winter coming up is that this is a pretty big team where it felt like at times last year that the size wasn't quite there with Jason, Kyler in the starting lineup being 5'10", 5'11", 6 foot, but that the lineup that you can put out there this winter is really going to be a pretty big and, and pretty physical lineup when you look at guys like Cody Stuffelbean, you throw in Sam Pyle, you throw in Seth Madrin, Cooper Courtney. You've got some big and long guys, which I think you're excited about in terms of getting the ball inside. Well, we are. Um, you know, when you return a guy that shot 73%, uh, you want him getting touches. And uh, we've done a good job thus far of throwing the ball inside. And then... You know, we do have those big guys, but then we have some smaller guys that have, have looked good this summer who have, those guys can really shoot the ball. Yeah. You know, we have uh, good bigs, uh, some smaller guys who can really uh, hit the three. You know, I would think that when we throw it inside, people are going to have to do something to deal with that. And so we're going to have a lot of opportunities for wide open shots and uh have a great penetrator you know Seth can really really get to the basket and, and uh, he's been working hard on his shooting and, and all these kids have really improved and, and that was the thing that I noticed is you know just that year of maturity uh, has really aided them physically and uh, skill wise because they've been working hard. Well one thing I know that you were very excited about and you weren't here I guess when the announcement was made that your big man, Cody Snufflebean, is signed, or not signed, but committed to go to Kansas State to play some football. And I asked Steve if he can remember a recruit that has drawn this much attention. And you've been around the Bullpup basketball and football programs. Steve didn't really have a good answer for somebody that he can remember having as much attention as Cody has had. Can you remember another guy that's garnered that much attention? No. No, not from uh, a nationwide standpoint when you consider Virginia Tech and, and places from all over the United States. And it's really interesting how quickly that just takes off. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a snowball effect. One guy finds out that uh, somebody is offered and, and it, it just kind of snowballs. So good for him. I sent him a congratulatory uh, text and I, I told him, you know, I hoped that he didn't expect me to be wearing any purple. And he texted back and said that he would buy me some purple underwear, and that way people didn't know that I was supporting, but I still was. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but, you know, great for him. You know, he, he can relax now and just play his senior season, doesn't have to worry about taking recruiting trips and going to somebody's camp to try to impress them or those type things. So... Uh, obviously, you don't get to where he has without putting in a lot of work, and and uh, very proud of him. And you know, you watch him on the basketball floor, and it, it I just get tickled because when people go up with him to rebound, those people end up falling to the side, and he <laughs> ends up coming down with it. So, uh, looking forward to him having, you know, really three great seasons his senior year because uh, he's an outstanding track athlete as well. One thing that I don't know if everybody knows that you do with your team camp and that I really enjoyed watching is 
you'll bring in some of the younger guys, some of the freshmen that have not been going up against the older guys and the varsity guys very much during the camp. You keep them kind of separate, but they get to see how the drills work. And you take those freshmen and you take the best five and you give them a basketball and say, let's see if you can break the pressure against our starting five. And you had your starting five out there with Cody in the middle. You have the long Seth Madron jumping in front of them and it took the young guys a little bit of time to be able to get the ball past half court. It's a fun drill to watch. How long have you guys been doing that with your camps and your team practices? Oh, ever since we we started. Kind of a rite of passage, I think, you know. Uh, I'm excited about our young kids, our freshman group, obviously. and um, But it's also uh, an opportunity to show them this is where you're at now. <laughs> someday this is where we want you to be yeah uh, especially from a physical standpoint um, it, it's not fair no. for Cody Stuffelbean to be guarding somebody who's going to be an incoming freshman but it's it's also uh, as I said you need to see where you need to be you need to see how good these guys have gotten you need to see how hard they work um, so uh, learning experience for everybody and at the end I tell them you know it's all right we didn't expect you you're not supposed to, to be able to break if, this press. if you had been kicking around our varsity then I'd be very concerned <laughs> um, but yeah that's kind of a fun thing and, and had a, had really good participation at team camp and uh, got a lot done I think during the week one of the names that I don't even know if we said yet, but it was good to see him back throughout this summer, and we've seen him a couple of times, is Hayes Schmidt, who went through a really, really tough winter with all of his treatments and driving back to Kansas City and driving around from different hospital to hospital. It was really good to see Hayes. You got to see him on the golf course a little bit more, but good to see him back in action, and I think he would have really helped you guys a ton this past fall or this past winter when you got to the end of the season, but it was good to see him back for his senior summer camps. It, it was, and, and Hayes is such a good kid, and he, he tries to do everything that you, you ask him to do. And uh, He's a very good shooter, and uh, he's, he's got some length for his – he's longer than he is tall, I guess you would say. And, uh, you know, he's a kid that you've never seen complain one time about the cards that he was dealt. And, uh, consequently, he's going to receive the KBCA uh, Courage Award coming up next weekend on Saturday. Uh, a well-deserved honor because he he handled uh, his situation, his illness, with, with great dignity and class and uh, just an extremely good young man. Well, that was a, a lot. I think Coach Strathman might be receiving the KBCA Award on the, on the girls' side for for that sign, for that award well, as well. I think he's getting the Don Jones okay. Courage Award. Um, so, yeah, it seems like you know we need to quit getting these awards for having bad luck. Yeah, uh, it's time for some good luck. Some time for some good luck, but certainly Coach Strathman well deserved what he's uh, receiving as well. Let's take our final break. When we come back, we can wrap up some of the summer camp stuff, and maybe I can even get a U.S. Open golf prediction from you and maybe even a McPherson City golf tournament prediction from you and see if you're going to be able to beat Trag. I think he felt pretty confident in here yesterday with his pick. So we'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. 
According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. No Steve Sell today, no Steve Sell tomorrow. So your Sell on Sports column, your, your good reading every day will have to be pushed back a couple of days, and I'm sure you'll get a great column coming up next week from the Swinging Bridge that Steve is at down in Independence, his hometown. Coach Kenneman will wrap things up today. What else do you guys have going on for the rest of the summer? Your camps are done. You mentioned your triangulars or whatever you'll call them for some of your scrimmages going on here the next couple of Fridays. But what else is on deck for you guys before you get the school year going? Well, we'll have uh, – I'm back at KU again next week, and, and then we'll have, like we say, we'll have those three Friday nights. And uh, really that's about it as far as uh, with our team we will have uh, – a little kids camp for kindergarten through eighth grade uh, on the 24th through the 27th, I believe it is, four, five, six, yeah, through the 27th. And so we have that going, and then we really want the kids to have some time off. So uh, the month of July will be theirs, and, and then before you know it, school will be starting up. Yesterday we had Treg Fall in to talk about the U.S. Open and make all of our predictions. I took Ricky Fowler, Dustin Johnson. Treg took Tiger Woods and Tony Finau. Steve took Matt Kuchar and Tommy Fleetwood as his predictions to win. Have you made any bold predictions? I know you've seen a couple of the guys that have gotten off to the start today, but if you were going to be making your picks, who would you be throwing in with our guys? I'd take Tiger and Jason Day. Okay. Tiger and Jason Day. Who did you take in some of your well in, in your I pools? drafted Jason Day number one in my pool, and I had the fifth pick, so I, I have to go with him. I thought Mark Leishman would play well, and he's, he's stinking it up early on today, and uh, I have that uh, dark horse as Kuradesh Affy Barnrod. He is, he is the dark horse. Gary Woodland is three under through nine today. Yep. Now, what year did you guys play Gary Woodland? Like 02? Uh, 2002, and I think he made 21 free throws on us. Well, sure. Yeah. I don't think I had just realized how great of a basketball player he was. And I, I know that it's chronicled. I knew that he played basketball and was from Topeka, but... I didn't guess I realized how good he was until I heard some of your horror stories. Yeah, we had to foul him at the end, and they put the ball in his hands. And I guess for no, a reason. Nobody else to foul, and yeah, he just finished us off at the free throw line. What about your city golf tournament prediction? You think you can beat Trag this year? No. <laughs> Everybody's playing for second, um, unless Trag gets food poisoning. Uh, and then, you know, Tony will still probably throw in enough birdies in there. They're just... Treg's uh, on a different level. There are a lot of good players in town. You know, you used to to think, yeah, I kind of have a chance, and now it's kind of, you, you know, you're happy if you make the championship flight because there are a lot of good players in town. But Treg is still the man to beat. Well, Coach K, we enjoyed having you in here today. I think you did a pretty good job for Steve. He, he, I think you would have been a little more positive than him about some things. Yeah, I didn't bash the NBA. No, I, I get tired no. Of, you know, I don't even watch that well. Yeah, okay, yeah, I know. You see him, he watches. Yeah, yeah. He always keeps up with what's going on. Sure he does. He's a basketball purist. He needs hardcore defense and everybody trying all the time. <laughs> oh, they take too many threes. Yeah. 
Yep. I have to tell him three's greater than two, Steve. Three and the way people shoot, the game has changed. The game has changed. Well, maybe we can get a Kinnaman on sports instead of a sell on sports <laughs> for tomorrow. You think you could pen up a column? Uh, I got to go play some golf, Jim. Yeah, that, that sounds like a better deal for you. Well, we enjoyed having you in here today. Coach Pav will be in here tomorrow afternoon to join me. Coach Pav, he's also a pretty good co-host. We've had him on here a couple of times. You think you could take him on the golf course? I've never seen him play golf. Well, I think that's the key. If you've never seen him, that means he doesn't practice, and surely somebody who plays every day could beat somebody who doesn't. I but, sure hope you can. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I'll, I'll let him see if he can defend himself tomorrow. So that'll be on the show tomorrow. No Steve again, and anything at midkansasonline.com. Might be delayed a little bit because the great one himself, Steve Sell, is <laughs> having his vacation time. Thanks for coming in again today. All right, thanks, Jim. We'll wrap up today's show for McPherson I boys basketball coach Kurt Kinneman. I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.